so I didn't train my ass off to quit 60k for my house, so that's why I continued. Hello everybody and welcome to Broom Vagoon, your weekly dose of bicycle, climbing mountains, a lot of characters of the cycling world together with you as every week. There's Stefano aka Calamaro and together with me as usual as well there are my two sponsors, the only two sponsors that make sense for me to carry together with me for all this long time. Wahoo! At, it's doing a lot of cool stuff around the world right now. I saw actually that it's gonna be next week, the 33rd, 23rd, 23rd of November here in Berlin. There's gonna be an event, Wahoo and Swift, where people can actually use and test the Swift thing. So, uh, you know, this kind of electronic virtual reality things on the computer where you can also challenge your friends or your enemies on a bicycle, on a bicycle trainer. And the bicycle trainer is from Wahoo and talking about the kicker. Go online, go on Facebook and check for the event Wahoo and Swift Night. And the other sponsor, Isador, with whom I'm riding in all my winter rides together with their jerseys, base layers, and everything on top that is made of merino wool. The best thing that you want to carry around till there's not snow that is on your way and on your body. Are we missing something? Yes, we are missing my contacts. Twitter.com slash read Calamaro. That's my Twitter account. Instagram.com slash read Calamaro as well my Instagram account with all my pictures, all my stories and all the stories in general that you can find in the description of the pictures. And my email, hello at calamaro.cc. Everything you want to tell me, write on hello at calamaro.cc and find it on calamaro.cc. That's my blog. And if you want to listen to my voice, for sure, just go to eitunes.com and look for Broom Vagoon or to my Spreaker account, the amazing podcaster platform Spreaker, spreaker.com slash listen calamaro. The episode of today is completely focused on a ride, an event, an event that happened last Friday. The name of this event, I would say is an adventure. Let's say a crew, a group, a bunch of 12 riders just decided to start from Amsterdam and do all the way down to Bonn, 300 kilometers, to show to the world that actually there could be a bit more of sensibility on fossil combustible. The ride started from Amsterdam, actually to be precise, to from the Patagonia shop, monobrand shop, plus slash uh, restaurant slash office, and the arrive was in Bonn, where there was the World Conference about pollution on the UN offices. And these amazing guys that did from Amsterdam to Bonn, where let's try to find everybody of them. There was John from Tuton Amsterdam. Thanks a lot, John. As usual, I got the message from him that they were doing something like this. And yeah, fortunately I can talk about it. Then there was another guy I'm checking actually and going through all the names in the Instagram accounts and talking about Basrot Guns. I would write all the participants in the description below. And then we are talking about also Bruno Bobbing. Bruno Bobbing who did an amazing video 
video you can find it in the youtube i would put the, the link in the description below but in any case look for bruno bobbing and you are gonna find the video of this uh, actually it was the preparation of this adventure on the youtube and you could find also something super cool i will tell you straight away then there was uh, freak gourds and then uh, Oh, I cannot find this one anymore, probably I made a mistake. Uh, Michiel Brach, then there was Salt Lake Lian, and then this Al. And okay, I'm not gonna go through everybody for sure, I forgot somebody, but these 12 amazing people, riders, just started from Amsterdam and arrived to Bonn to also raise some money for this association is Fossil Vrai that actually they were uh, collecting money to make a bit of sensibilities on the topic. The topic of not wasting all our environment with combustible, fossil combustible. There was also a service car that were follow it was following them and obviously it was a Tesla and I would say it's the perfect solution, you know, electric cars plus bicycle to just sensibilize, to show to everybody that a world without fossil combustible could be better. Another cool thing to mention is that actually the uh, way to go from Amsterdam to Bonn was actually made from made by John Woodruff, John from Tutons Amsterdam, and was made using the platform of Komoot. All of you knows Komoot, right? Komoot is this amazing platform while you can uh, plan your truck, bicycle truck, hiking truck, running truck, everything related to sport to go from A to B or just to look for tracks around your city. And actually it's the best solution if you want to find something cool and not so busy talking about car and completely endable with, without a car. And uh, yeah, just have a look to the Komoot application. It's one of the best around. They were featured also a lot of time on uh, uh, on the App Store, iTunes App Store. And uh, also another cool thing is that using a Wahoo, now also using a Garmin, I will not name Garmin anymore in this podcast, but yeah, it's the perfect integration between your bicycle computer and Komoot. You just need to save your track on from your desktop or from your phone or whatever in the Komoot application and then it will be completely and easily and in one snap transferred from your computer from your commute account to the bicycle computer so you just need to prepare everything on your computer or on your phone save it and everything will go straight away on the cycle computer you have just to follow the indication of your bicycle computer wahoo was the first one of getting this integration and i can tell you it's really 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 amazing there was a rider that i didn't mention on naming all the people that was participating to the bond or bust and is Lawrence tandam you know Lawrence Tendam, right? Lawrence Tendam is that amazing rider, professional rider, who participated in don't know how many Tour de France, I think eight, and uh, always giving everything. He's a Dutch guy, and actually was participating to this event. Just he was pulled inside from one of his friends and said, look, I'm going to do this 300 kilometers ride, and uh, it is going to be fun. I will go with this bunch of people. For sure, it's going to be super cool, and this is the topic. We are going to try to sensibilize and to raise some money against pollution because of the Bonn conference. Well, he said, why not? And because of this reason, actually, I interviewed him, thanks to John, who gave me his contact to pull him inside. And I interviewed him, 
exactly in the night before of the starting of the rides. It was Thursday night at 9.30 in the evening and they were supposed to start at 5 and you can hear from his voice that probably he was a bit tired and upset to start that early but because it takes I think 14 hours to get from Amsterdam to Bonn it's completely worth it to start that early in the morning. But I will leave you to his tired voice and to my tired voice as well on Thursday night with the interview that we made the day before of the Bonn or Bust. Talk to you later. And uh, today there's with me, uh, I'm super, super happy to have an amazing guest with me. And his name is Lawrence Tendam. How are you doing? I'm good, yeah. It's, uh, it's late in the evening, so I'm tired, you know. Kids are always awake uh, early these days, winter time. But uh, now I'm good. Are you already training? That's why you're waking up early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and the kids, uh, it's winter time, so they wake up at 5.45, at 6 every day, and then I'm training wow. a lot. And now it's 10, so yeah, it's <laughs> about time to go sleep. But uh, I'm here in the Patagonia office with, uh, with a few friends, so... Uh, I, I hope we'll uh, we go sleep in an hour, but it's also possible it takes a few hours, you know, they're drinking beer and having fun. So It depends on the beer. Which kind of beer are you drinking there? I know that beer is really good in Dutch. Uh, yeah, it's Gulpener uh, they drink, I saw. They got the biologic beers, Patagonia, of course. Okay. But in general, I like some IPAs or stuff like that. So Amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah. How many kilometers did you do today? Today... Uh, I have to look into my Strava to be really precise, but it will be... Don't be precise. It will be around 100, yeah. Okay, okay, nice. Super but tomorrow nice. is a big day, yeah? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I think that everybody knows you, but if you want to make an, inter an introduction about yourself, that's the moment. Okay, I'm Lars Tendam. I'm, uh, I'm 36 years old. I'm racing for Team Summer, but I've been pro for, uh, for 15 years right now. Or 14 next year will be my fifth, the 15th, and uh, so also meanwhile I became uh, chief editor of Bicycling and L magazine. Uh, I'm organizing my own gravel, uh, my own gravel uh, uh, events. Uh, some other things uh, going on. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a busy life right now, but it's nice and. I'm also still raising Tour de Frances and stuff like that. Yeah, don't even try actually to quit your professional <laughs> cycling yet. I want to see you all the times again and again because you are really one of the most enjoyable riders that I can see on TV, unfortunately, okay, but still. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. And uh, yeah, obviously, we have to start with the main question that I make to everybody, especially with people that are sharing with me the same problem or this means living in a flat land. You know, because my favorite thing is to go uphill with a bicycle, and uh, you're also super good in going uphill in the bicycle, but you live in Netherlands. How can I actually train to go uphill? So uh, I was lucky last year because I was living in the south of the Netherlands. Uh-huh. Maastricht, where I could go to the Ardennes and train a lot over there. So uh, I trained a lot in the Ardennes, but uh, and then last year I also lived in Santa Cruz, California. So uh -huh. it was also uh, quite hilly to train. And right now it's actually I, I, I moved back to where, where me and my wife come from, you know, like back to the woods and there's actually boring to train. So how come? Yeah, I, I, I used to train a lot in the mountains, you know, when I was a pro and now uh, 
yeah, to be honest, cyclists is not like the, the most most uh, expensive uh, of uh, most most important anymore. Like uh, so, also family and friends come on some place. So that's why we moved back uh, after f 15 years of living in uh, in the mountains. And now I uh, I train with the guys from the flatland, like Mickey Terpsta and those guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna be uh, it's gonna be the perfect time to be a sprinter this year then. Yeah, for training now. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the yeah, mountains is just a matter of power to weight. So I'm suffering a lot next to Nikki lately. Okay, I can and, understand. Uh, I hope my power goes up a little bit. So and my weight stays down. So that uh, that would be bad, good. So <laughs> no, but uh, <coughs> I uh, I can I see your point totally. Yeah, because here it's, for me it's difficult to rank up the hours. You know, it's it's good to have some good training buddies to train with, but. Uh, the time flies by when I'm in the mountains and when I'm on the flat, it, uh, it's not flying by actually. And because, you know, it's just a pain. It's boring and it's a pain. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think that I will finish, I think, this podcast saying, okay, if you want to really ride to go up hills, go on the mountains, don't stay in the flat. But no, I don't want to say I, this. I, I, I train a lot like last year. I also, I lived in the Netherlands, but I trained a lot on the mountains with a team. and. Uh, uh, <coughs> what I like to, what's also a possibility if you do want to do a, like a one hour, good one hour workout in the mountains, you can try to, to buy a nice uh, home trainer and do Swift, you know, they got some nice parcourses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, then you do it indoors, but you get the feeling of riding up to a mountain, so. Uh, yeah, and make your actually your apartment, everything in your apartment, uh, floating in your sweat. I can understand. I can understand. At <laughs> least it's a bit enjoyable. Talking about the enjoyable thing, I was saying before that I really like actually to see yourself riding Tour de France or whatever. It's really actually interesting and that. And especially because I have in my mind some images, actually the image of your face that was completely wrapped on a bandage when you fell on the floor during the tour of 2011. And then also remember that nasty uh, yeah, crash that you had in 2015 mm -hmm. when actually your shoulder got dislocated and then you fix it on the floor. Actually, the doctors fixed it on the floor and then the day after they were the cobblestones. How can you do it? I, I can you have uh, such a nice threshold of pain and also such a huge motivation to ride the bicycle also in these crazy conditions? Actually, to be honest, uh, in hindsight, I don't know, you know, but back then my motivation okay. was so big. But I don't know if I would still do it right now, you know. So back then cycling was like the most important thing in life. And that's why you also always want to continue and finish the Tour de France. But not right now, uh, in a situation like that, I would make maybe another choice. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's a difficult question to the average right back then. The motivation was that high. And, I just wanted to finish every tour I did, and so far I did. So I don't know. Uh, I don't remember how many I did. I think I did eight or maybe nine already. I okay. don't even know, but uh, uh, yeah, I think it's nine. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just want to finish, and it's the tour, and it's the race you watch as a young kid, and you don't want to pull out. So. But uh, yeah, in hindsight, I would maybe make different choices when that would happen to me right now. Although I never, I don't regret those choices. So I'm also proud okay. of what I achieved, and also like the example I was for a lot of people. 
Exactly. No, that's an amazing thing because I remember that after I read actually um, an interview of you, whatever, after the crash that you had in 2015, where you were saying, you know, I trained so hard for the whole year to be here in the Tour de France and I cannot pull out just because I crashed on the floor once. If you can fix it and I can continue to ride, I will continue to ride. Especially because I want to give motivation also to other people that are watching with me. You cannot just quit at the first problem. Yeah, that's, that was the thing, was also just maybe 60 kilometers from my house where I lived in Maastricht because it happened in the Ardennes and I was like, hey man, I've not trained my whole ass off for fucking months, you know, and try to be skinny and do all the recons and try to be better than the year before when I was top, top 10. So I didn't train my ass off to quit 60k from my house, so that's why I continued. Yeah. This kind of spirit, I think, is exactly, uh, you know, the physical personification of riding the bicycle. Everybody knows that going with a bicycle outside is tough, but that's what why we're doing, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure it's tough, but... Uh, yeah, it's, also, it's also a lot of satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, so tomorrow we ride 300 kilometers from Amsterdam to Bonn, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that we, uh, we all have a really nice feeling when we arrive there. So. Just talk about that one then. Tomorrow you're going to do this event. You, yeah. together with other six people, four people, I don't remember, you're going to say yeah, it. You're going to do the Born Excite Five people. You're going to do this Born or Bus. Ah, <laughs> uh, 12. Yeah. Okay. So I hope we don't have too many flags. Yeah, but so a friend asked me, and I didn't even know what for it was, you know, like uh, what kind of thing it was. So, but he said, hey, you want to join me to do uh, 290 kilometers on the bike? Okay. And I said, uh, we ride from Amsterdam to Bonn with a few friends. I was like, okay, but the big then I didn't know for what course it was. For okay. fossil free, we go to the COP23, uh, some kind of uh, of uh, international uh, yeah, conference. And, uh, but I just uh, decided to join because uh, it seemed a cool idea to ride 300 kilometers in one day. And that's why I'm here now. <laughs> And then you're riding all together actually to make something against fossil free, yeah, the pollution, exactly. But to be honest, I didn't know that up front when I said yes to the idea of riding 300k. It was basically they said, Hey, you want to go 300k with us? And I said, Like, yeah, whatever, seems cool. Yeah. Tell me a, b- a bit more about your companions, the ones that you are riding with, uh, that you are riding with tomorrow. Which kind of character are gonna be? Who is gonna pull at the beginning? Who is gonna pull it later on? What's yeah, going we'll on? Well, how is going on tomorrow? We'll see. So they all count on me for the last part. <laughs> but, uh, but for sure, man, you are uh, the most trained yeah, one. Yeah, so. No, but we're we're really. Uh, lucky with the weather because they say it's going to be like a big tailwind so it will be a walk in the park oh okay okay so you are planning to finish it in seven hours well seven will be quick but uh nine hours should be possible I guess. okay like okay, okay. Should be possible. although we have uh, some cobbles and some other shit going on we'll see <laughs> Okay, but so you're gonna be 12. This means that you're gonna really uh, create a bunch of cyclists, yeah, a peloton. Yeah, yeah. So well. that's what I'm curious, you know, like with kind of people. Like right now, I'm here in the office and we uh, having like a solo podcast here. 
they have having drinks, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't, I know a few of those uh, people, but not all. And I'm really okay. curious uh, how we uh, are uh, compared to each other tomorrow. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you are gonna be the strongest one? Try not to leave people around. You know, try not to drop people. No, 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 no. I, I don't have to. Uh, <laughs> Show them I'm the best cyclist, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, this is the spirit that, that usually I try to push also during this uh, podcast and things that I'm writing. Okay, for sure, bicycle, so cyclism is also a competitive thing, but actually the real spirit of bicycle itself or riding the bicycle is not the competition. It's more something like the stay together, the enjoy something together. You know, I know you are a pro, so probably a bit of competition you have to put on top of it, but not in these events. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. This Fans are not about uh, being the best because it's, yeah, uh, exactly. it's a different uh, group of people together. So that's okay. what I noticed with myself also. Like last year, is when I'm like, uh, people always try to race me, also, for example, not Swift, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, like, uh, <laughs> it's okay, I don't need to show that I'm the fastest, you know, that's why I'm in the world tour already for 15 years. So. Okay. Yeah, 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 already. No, this is exactly was the same spirit that I talked with. When I would talk with uh, Peter Velitz, he was telling okay. me the same. You know, I, I've ridden the bicycle for such a long time. Now I'm in the period of my time that uh, I'm not a professional anymore. The only thing that I want to do, I just want to enjoy oh, yeah, the bicycle. Retired. And I think that you are sharing the same spirit, right? Yeah, how long is he retired now? Uh, last year. Yeah. So 2017 yeah. was the first year outside of the Proton. Okay, okay. So he's taking care about his brand of uh, yeah clothing for bicycle, and uh, he's also also of well taking care of his kids and uh, yeah family time, okay. business time, and enjoying what he achieved. And as I can understand from your words, it's going to be the same for you from next year's yeah. on. But talking about next year itself, which one are your plan? Because uh, you already did super good with your team last year, 2017, exactly. Then the yeah, we just finished one. But what about next season, cycling-wise? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, actually, to be honest, I don't have any clue about. Yeah, normally I will start Giro Tour again. I, that's what I hope. But uh, okay. But but I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. So, We're gonna uh, see I that. Hope Giro Tour, that will be the best okay. possibility, but the other possibility would be Giro for Welta. And uh, talking about, uh, let's say, not professional cycling-wise, which one are the plans for the future for you? Apart from staying with the family, which one okay, kind of project so do you want to develop? Is, uh, uh, I do my gravel rides. So I organize gravel uh, events uh, from 2018 onwards. That's what we hope, you know, okay. the first one is a real success, but uh, I assume it will be. You did it already something or? No, no, it will be the first one, it will be next year in Germany. Okay. Though. So you can come to ah, okay. it. Will, will be some ah, yeah, where in Germany? In the Eiffel, I guess. Okay. So ah, okay. We don't know if the exact place yet, but uh, we'll be in the Eiffel. And uh, I'm, I'm chief editor of Bicycling Magazine. Uh, Which one is the name of the magazine? Bicycling. Sorry? Just Bicycling. Just bicycling. Is this in Dutch or in yeah, English? In Dutch. So it's like a spin-off from the English one. But uh, it's really cool okay. because I can write about other things who uh, uh, interest me. So next ah. issue yeah. will be about beach racing. The issue afterwards will be about careful racing, bike parking, packing, all that those things so okay. uh, yeah 
I will always write. I might do some gravel races. Okay, so gravel racing and uh, writing, or that, that's something that we have in common actually. Try to share a bit the passion of the bicycle yeah, yeah. via creating like some content. Write, write about it and organize cool events and yeah, stuff like that, you know. So. Yeah. Why writing and not, I don't know, everybody now is around making social media, Instagram stuff, plus video, YouTube video is a crazy boom this year. Yeah. Writing, you prefer writing. Uh, no, I also do vlogging on the Instagram, so... Okay, okay, cool. Then, uh, yeah, I would say thanks a lot, Lawrence. If you want to add yeah. something, this is the time for you to add something. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm, I'm just curious for tomorrow, 300k is my longest ride this year, I saw, on Strava, so it will be nice, a uh, long training ride. I will be in the top 10 training rides from pros this year, so that's what I like to be in. And, uh, uh, yeah, for the rest, like I said, just enjoy cycling. Don't focus too much on climbing or not climbing. You know, once you're outside and uh, have fun, and it doesn't matter the bike or the expensiveness of the bike. It's just a matter of uh, having fun. So that would be my uh, that would be my advice. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No. That's uh, that kind of thing that I'm trying to focus on all the time. It's cool to go with a bicycle. The competition is not in my brain, no, no, fortunately. No, no, no. It's just for fun. No, and uh, yeah, and maybe in the next times we are gonna ride some bus sometimes together. Okay. This would be also a great. Thing. Yeah, it would be cool. Okay. Yeah, great. So good luck for tomorrow. I'm gonna follow you. I can follow you tomorrow, and everybody can follow you tomorrow. Actually, no, because when we are gonna put live this episode, it's gonna be already done. So I'm gonna talk about the results. But can I follow you tomorrow on Instagram or stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So also hashtag Bono Burst. That's uh, majestic, and uh, we also still have a funding page. You can find it on the internet, and all proceeds will go to fossilfree.com. So perfect, perfect. Then yeah, good luck for tomorrow. Try to go and rest a bit tonight, yeah, yeah. or maybe drink a couple of beers and who care about resting. No, also because we'll, you're gonna rest tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> tomorrow I'll sleep good, I guess. Cool. Okay. Okay then, Lawrence. Thanks a lot. Enjoy your evening. It was a pleasure to talk with you. Thank and you. Uh, Thank just you. talk to you soon. Maybe we're gonna ride together soon. Okay. Thank you very much. No problems. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Just wanted to mention also that from the video of Bruno, you will find actually a small part, a small segment where you will see Lawrence Tendam talking with some headphones on his head slammed on a chair and uh, talking to a desktop computer well this was the interview that you just listened thanks a lot Lawrence again and thanks a lot of, of, to you guys to all of you guys to organize this amazing event and thanks also to you guys that you are listening to me as usual like every week continue sending me your suggestions your comments everything you like to listen to and everything you want to show to me and you want to tell me how hello at calamaro.cc that's my email twitter.com slash read calamaro instagram.com slash read calamaro spreaker.com slash listen calamaro and don't forget to send your tweet to mr lance armstrong with the hashtag lance at broom wagoon please lance give me this opportunity of interviewing you from my podcast 
please, please, please. Then, with this hope and with this prayer, I will say that, yeah, you listened enough of my voice for today, so talk to you next week. Bye!